Welcome to the seventh episode of Another Week in the Books. In the week of May 27th through June 2nd, I give you the book thoughts for the week, the books I am reading during the week, the books I finished this week, the books I added to my reading this this week, the books or authors I listened to or heard on a podcast, and the stats for the week. So let's get into it. It's your host, Alexander, the Great Reader. First segment is book thoughts. So while reading The Assault on Intelligence this week by Michael Hayden, I thought of the book The Road to Unfreedom by Timothy Snyder. And the thoughts that came to mind is the book goes into detail on how Russia, what they did to get Putin into power and kind of control the narrative when it comes to media is kind of what they did in the U.S. with the intentions of making the U.S. look bad in the eyes of Russian citizens, that nation, where they never would aspire or desire the lifestyle, the governmental structure of the U.S., where they'd be like, wow, a foreign country could come in and influence their elections. And now they have more hope, more skin in the game, more belief in their own governmental system and powers and believe that, you know, we're going to stick with what we got. And that was intentions. And the soul intelligence kind of touches on that. And it, it, it continues to, for me, to build that belief that Russia did have some kind of, I don't want to say influence, but something to do with the elections in a way that it did affect it. I don't know if it was enough to make t- Trump win, but they were messing around with our elections. Another book was Uncle Tom's Cabin while reading the narrative of the life of Frederick Douglass. So Uncle Tom's Cabin is set in a time of slavery. So you hear a lot of how they get whipped excessively, how unfair they're being viewed and their own thoughts and emotions on why this is happening to them and the same thing goes on in the narrative of the life of Frederick Douglass because he's one of those type of persons who had to live that experience of being a slave, like the ones that were being talked about in Uncle Tom's Cabin. Another one would be the one thing while reading A Curious Mind. And A Curious Mind is like one of those books where someone has a philosophy, a lifestyle And they apply it for the rest of their life, and it just produces these crazy results. And the one thing is kind of like that, where Gary Keller has this theory that he takes the 80-20 principle, and he takes that 20% as causing a lot of success, and he drills that down to the one thing, and he concentrates on that one thing. And he's one of the, has one of the biggest real estate agencies in the world. He's very successful. Compound effect was another one that came to mind while reading A Curious Mind. And Darren Hardy has this strategy where it's just little improvements day by day. And in a long time, you're going to see the great results of those little improvements you make day by day. 
And a curious mind was kind of like that. He started just being curious and then more curious and, and just kept compounding until he became this successful, successful Hollywood producer that has achieved great things in the film industry. Another one would be When I Stop Talking, You'll Know I Am Dead. That is by Jerry Weintraub, I think his name is. I read that one a while ago. And that reminded that book was reminding me while reading A Curious Mind because it's both Hollywood moguls. Jerry Weintraub dabbled also in the music industry. But they're two people who just were grinding it out, had a passion, took a lot of risk. They were different than others. And it's just a great books of reading people who achieve so much doing things that, you know, I don't want to say seem hard, but it takes a lot of work, but they're also doing all the things that nobody else would want to do and do and doing things that are different, not normal, taking a lot of risk. So books I'm reading this week, I'm still trying to finish this Crushing by T.D. Jakes. I read it before as an audiobook, and this time I'm reading the physical book. I'm also reading the Infinity book by Jonathan Hackman. That's a graphic novel, and I'm continuing on my graphic novel journey. And I started out with the Infinity Gauntlet series by Marvel. It's 18 books. Another one I'm reading is Happier by Tal Ben Shahar. I read that on a blog, and it looked pretty cool. It's a short book. Great theme behind it. Who doesn't want to be happier? So books I finished this week. The Narrative of the Life of Frederick Douglass by Frederick Douglass. This is one of those books I read because I'm a U.S. citizen and I've heard of Frederick Douglass and I know he's praised in our country for what he did for women and for African Americans, but I really didn't know anything. And this tells more of the journey of being a slave to becoming free I can't believe, I haven't read a lot of books on slavery, but it was very unjust, unfair what goes on. They were very submissive because sometimes they would let them go and walk away and do their own things, but they would still come back and give the money to the master. And one day, Frederick Douglass wanted, well, fought against his master and he just was tired and willing to die. He just wanted to fight and he ended up winning. And then from day, that day on, he had the mindset of not allowing his masters to abuse him, but he was still faithful and giving them all the money. It's a great book to get a broad beginning understanding of Frederick Douglass. I know I haven't got the thorough life and impact and things he has done for the United States, but that's a starting point. The Salt on Intelligence by Michael Hayden I liked also because there's always two sides to an argument. And the main argument you hear right now when it comes to intelligence is that they're corrupt, they're against the United States' interests, they're doing things under the table for money, they are doing things for corporations, for people of influence, like the CIA, a lot of these... NSA just looks bad. But when you read this book of a, an a official, a leader who's been on the inside at the top of NSA, CIA, you get a different side where the guy loves his job. He thinks his job is important and he thinks 
the way it's being treated today, especially with Donald Trump, that it, it's going to hurt us. And we need to take intelligence serious because it's done a lot of good. And like I referenced before, there was intelligence of Russia meddling with the 2016 election. And my belief is that I wouldn't be surprised if Donald Trump knew and he just said, just let him keep doing it because it's on our side of the favor or the whole Cambridge Analytica thing where they were using Facebook and the data and, you know, it's crazy stuff. I really don't know much about Cambridge Analytica except what I read in Zucked. But I know that something was going on in those elections and behavior and conversations and actions were being manipulated or influenced through algorithms and people who were controlling these algorithms. Now, the next book I finished this week is Show Your Work by Austin Kleon. I read his first book, Steal Like an Artist. I really enjoyed it. He's very contrarian against what normally people give advice in when it's self-help and you're, if you're a creative person, you're creative some kind of content or, content or you're artistic. And this one has the basis of, you know, consistently showing your work, not just holding it to the end. And there's some wisdom behind that because you can correct. You can also expand on what's being enjoyed. You can get some feedback to kind of remix things. And what I got there that was very important is building your own following on something that you control because most people do it on social media. I'm one of them, like Instagram or iTunes, podcasts, somewhere where you are, it's centralized and you control. That way you're never in the hands of a platform. The next one will be Unlearned by Humble the Poet. I like this one a lot because... He went through all the things that we believe and how we have to unlearn that in new, a new way of thinking. And it's, there's a lot of truth to that because throughout my, personally all of my life, there are certain mindsets that I was either gave to myself, but the majority were given to me through my experience with friends, with family, with coworkers, with music I was listening to. I have to unlearn all those things throughout my, my life and learn these new things. And there's power behind that. And it's a great philosophy. A lot of the advice is like, yeah, I heard this before, but you need to repeat those things because if you think that you've unlearned everything that is holding you back, then you're being foolish and you need to humble yourself because you haven't got there. I don't even think it's possible to get there. The journey of getting to a place of pure wise decision-making, emotional control, um, being consciously making decisions for the profit of humanity, not only yourself, but others, always making the right choice, things like that. Getting there would be very difficult. Lastly would be A Curious Mind by Brian Grazer. I love this book. It was great. These are the type of books I like because they're about regular people who just have this philosophy and run with it, and they create these amazing results. And his philosophy is just being curious about everything. He would have these meetings with people and just talk to them. And then that's how we get movie ideas and 
he would produce these movies like Eight Mile. He produced, I guess, Mermaid with Tom Hanks. He became friends with Ron Howard, and they produced a lot of great movies. And he ended up having dinner with the Queen, Diana, and his curiosity of asking questions gained her. He befriended her. It just amazing things were happening just because he kept being curious. And on the other side of that, you know, there was times where his curiosity got him in trouble, brought setbacks, but he learned from that too, from that curiosity. Like, okay, this curiosity taught me that I shouldn't do that. So the next segment is books added to reading list. I added this week, The Age of Surveillance by Shoshang Zubhoff, because I was listening to a James Altucher podcast and Robert McNamee, the author of Zucked, said that's one of the best books he's read recently. Frederick Douglass by David Blight. I have followed someone on Books and Beers, and he told me this book is you know, online to win a Pulitzer Prize. I enjoyed the book that I just mentioned, The Narrative of Life of Frederick Douglass, and I guess this one will give me a deeper insight on who Frederick Douglass was. The Game of Nations by Miles Copeland. This was on the Books of Titans had a podcast about a book he read about the Middle East, and it sounded really interesting. I asked him if he can recommend some book. He had a friend online to give me some recommendations, and this was one of them. Another one was The Siege of Mecca by Yoroslav Trofimov. And lastly, Saudi Inc. by Ellen Wald. All those were those recommendations I got from Book of Titans friend online. Next would be Barracoon by Zara Hurston. I was at Barnes & Nobles. Usually try to go there once or every two weeks. The American Spirit by David McCullum. This is one author that I've never read a book about, and you know he wins Pulitzer Prizes, and everybody praises him as a great historian. And it was one of his smaller ones because his books are pretty dense, you know, 700 pages, 1,000 pages. I said, hey, let me just, you know, stick my toe in the water with David McCollum. And this book looks small, so I put it on my reading list. Books and authors I heard on the podcast this week. I was listening to the Econ Talk with David Epstein. He's the author of a book. What is it called? I know his new one's called Range. And it sounded very interesting. He goes to great details about how he wrote it. And he wrote, I think, The Sports Gene. I haven't read that. I need to read that. The James Altucher Show had Robert McAdamee again on. And he was continuing his, I want to say journey, but his preaching against what Facebook and social media and Google are doing with our privacy and data. It was a great one. And Making Sense with Adam Grant was a good one. He's the author of Give and Take, the originals. I like his books. So it was a great conversation. He talked about a lot of books on there. One was with Sleepwalking with Einstein, I think it was. But he said it's one of the best books he's ever read. So I need to read that. But it was a great conversation. Two bright men. Sam Harris is, also, is the host of the Making Sense, and they had a great conversation. He also writes books, Sam Harris. I've read a couple of his. So the stats for the week is now that we're in June, I have read two books in June. Pages for the month are 544, the month of June. 
For the year of 2019, I've read 99 books, almost at 100. I'm to readjust that goal. And 2019 pages I've read this year is 24,815. So there you have it. I'll catch you on the next one.